Buenos Nachos, amigos, and welcome to Hallyjuku Podcast, where me and my buddy talk about East Asian pop culture. I'm Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Of course, the aforementioned buddy, my friend, my pal, my tactic partner, all, and all this. Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz, is right over here. How you doing, Kaz? I am doing well. I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, we're here to talk about East Asian pop culture. As we do often, mm-hmm. at least as much as we can. <laughs> uh, but we're doing it now. We're doing it here. Uh, and of course, we start off every episode talking about what's new. Uh, checking to see what we've, we've been checking out, see what's caught our attention since we last gathered. Yes. So, I wasn't going to talk about this, but uh, let me find a thing and I'm going to talk about this. But, um... Me and our, our good mutual friend, DJM, um, uh, are, have been doing the, the Too Nerdy Black Eyes podcast, um, and we've been, we've been kind of watching nerdy things here and there, and, um, we don't, we don't talk about anime on that show or this one, but this one is a movie, much akin to like Rurouni Kenshin and all those kind of things that have had live action movies made. Um, this one is called, all right, YouTube, work with me. Um, this one is called Blade of the Immortal. I'm trying to find the trailer so you can see it. Uh, Blade of the Brittle. Um, and the, the, the cool thing about it for me is it's, it's directed by, uh, Takashi Miike. If you, if you are familiar with Takashi Miike and it's just a, it's just a really, really fun anime style action movie. Um, and, and if that's something that's right up your alley, like just, just pure action, like just weird things that happen for no reason then it's something you should definitely check out um and and we always try to talk about about other things than just yeah. that in this segment but, uh, so i figured that was a, worth a mention yeah it's got a red band trailer uh mm-hmm. for it's uh for his live action movie so it's definitely want uh, well, apparently he's not human <laughs> nope nope um but yeah so it, it has all that going for it you can get it on uh the YouTubes and, and the Amazons for about six or seven bucks for a rental. And that's about the price of a movie ticket. So I definitely thought it was worth. Um, so I say go check it out if you're doing so. Definitely, definitely don't skip on the gore. Uh, oh, yeah, no. we'll, not, not a Takashi Miike movie, no. <laughs> uh, um, we're moving on. All right. So from that to this, uh, I'm going to talk movie. about our boy zion t with a uh with with some new stuff coming out this one is called snow um is this is like kind of a really heartfelt you know time of the year this kind of time of the year song um from zion t and it's a very interesting music video to accompany it as well i wasn't really sure the direction this this video was going to go um and and there are times I thought it was going to be a little bit darker than it was, but I, it's it's interesting. Um, I haven't I didn't have time to go and look up the lyrics, which everyone says is like really heartfelt and really emotional and like really really pull at you kind of lyrics, um, which which I wouldn't expect wouldn't expect anything less from 
from the Zion T kind of song with with this kind of accompanying video. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it is like uh, even like without knowing the, the lyrics or knowing the dialogue, you kind of get an idea of what's going on. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh, at least you kind of get into and for a lot of what's going on in the music video with uh, uh, with the what you know, he goes through like like just in in the moments and like the emotion behind it and the the story it's trying to tell and like uh there's also little hints and little bits of information that that you, you see in like little uh, visual moments and uh choices like set dressing and things like that uh so like in books like in the book that he uses in the in the video uh which uh you get the 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 comments. You know what? One of those moments where you can read the comments. Uh, the comments on this video helped out actually a little bit, <laughs> if I remember correctly, because uh, they actually kind of gave the gave you the little bit of information that will help you piece it together, which is really cool, including the name of the book, uh, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So, uh, one time when it's good to read the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I I thought it was a really well thought out, kind of well crafted, well put together video too, like just to accompany the song. So, you know, just it, it it's kind of a two things that go together really well. So definitely go check it out uh, if you're into Zion T. Uh, it's definitely worth a worth a uh, a look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna move through these. Um, relatively quickly a little bit of a boy uh, band, i got boy band blitz <laughs> i got the boys uh the boys are putting out music um so we got got seven coming up first with a teenager so this is their performance video for their song teenager i like this song i like this performance i like the boys from got seven um i i i thought it was kind of just like a fun it's a it's a kind of a fun song that i feel like is dropped in the wrong time of year for some reason to me. Yeah. I don't know why I get that feeling from it, but I do. Yeah, I think it's 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 a cool song. It's well performed. Uh, yeah, it's like it's a weird time. I don't know. It, it's a. It doesn't feel like a winner song to me. It just does. Yeah. It just doesn't have that feel. Like I feel like it should have been like a um, um, summer song or something. Yeah, something a little bit more timely. It, 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 but it works. I think, it, like, I will say, like, if there's one thing that I could <laughs> going back to, it's, it's another example of, like, Jackson now uh, fully embracing the uh, Bobby uh, school of, of uh, rapping now, the, like, with the gravel mm-hmm. voice. <laughs> like, it's like he's going full that. Like, he's just said, I'm committing to this. Um, which is... Which is... Uh, hit or miss with me, a little bit more miss than that. Uh, also, he he had his solo release recently, and, and it wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great at all. I, I actually I didn't think it was that bad. Um, it just wasn't. Great. It, it's it was pretty just, good. Uh, we but, we've heard uh, worse. Yeah, yeah. But God Seven is fantastic. I think just in general. Uh, I think overall, even with like the the parts that miss i think they do do really good stuff mm-hmm. um 
All right, so we got that. We got the boys from God Seven. What else do I got for you, boys? Oh, here and, and ladies. Um, I got Pentagon with Runaway, which I think is also just another kind of just midwinter banger for some reason. Well, not even midwinter yet, but like just a banger in 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 the midst of winter coming up. Yeah, I think it. I think it has it has a really good vibe of like. Um, it has a good like uh, instrumental for it, like uh, it, it it like it works like the the kind of the I don't know how, yeah like I don't know how to describe it. It just kind of has a cool mm-hmm. vibe to it. Like uh, it has a pretty it's pretty chill, uh, which I think uh, works because it's not like it's not overwhelmingly uh, high octane or anything like that. It just uh, is a good pace well paced uh it's not overwhelming uh but i think it st- still has a good energy like a good vibe and a good energy to it which is really cool yeah i i, I don't know i think it just has a really good pace and it's just super fun yeah uh yeah i think it's working out for for pentagon i i it's it's i think uh i'm it's good that I'm I'm in it feels like I feel like I'm embracing and getting and connecting with more boy groups lately mm-hmm. uh, you know and not just like the obvious because like historically it's it's taken like I I, I like uh, not that I you know not that I hate boy groups I just it's it's taken a little bit more for me to connect with boy with any kind of particular boy group but now I'm finding more and more like groups that are like wow they're doing really cool they're doing really cool and and uh, i think over the years like uh it's 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 cool to kind of like to to see that i'm like you know finding more uh groups to kind of get in on which is really cool okay yeah Uh, all right so a group that uh everybody's into is uh bts and um so their song well all right so so bts did a did a a joint with steve aoki and it's called mic drop um well this is called mic drop and it's the steve aoki remix um it's a banger man it's it's just it's it's really really good uh bts needs to have more of their shit produced by steve aoki see i think (laughs) this is where this works out right you go out and you find the right person you don't just find a person for the name which okay you kind of are are going to steve aoki for the name but he's he has a he he knows what he's doing right yeah when you go to Skrillex, you're going to Skrillex for the Skrillex sound, right? And and it's gonna sound like Skrillex, you know? Yeah. But yeah, you go to Stevie. Okay, it's uh, it's fantastic. Like that that sound. It's a nice, filthy, like trap beat. Like uh, he took the the song. He turned it into something really cool. Like it's so much fun. Like it's such a fun banger. Like I've been like jamming to this so so much like this is one of my my you know especially getting out of work when i just i'm getting out of work and need some music to like like bump in the car like on my way to home uh i'll play this off of like spotify and i'll actually kind of i i like the there's a version with a designer on spotify uh, well on like the actual 
there's two versions there's this one but then there's like the full english one which is with the designer verse and i i kind i kind of like it <laughs> like it's fun like in in a kind of a, a silly way but it's fun uh and yeah i think overall it's just so so such a cool track and so much fun to listen to and like uh it's been crazy to kind of see bts like just grow to to the extent that they've been growing like this is like this was like i think uh 28 on the billboard hot 100 or something like that like it's been like uh it's got like already got like 55 million views on youtube and it's like it was number one on itunes like not number one k-pop just number one (laughs) like it was just the top you know uh and Part of that is the strength of fandom, but as we've historically known, yeah, K-pop stuff does well in like these these like uh, charts because the fandom just kind of like pushes it, and you know, is able to drive mm-hmm. it, but only to a certain extent. Like, there's always a ceiling, but they've kind of pushed past that, which is really cool. Which either speaks to of neither and crazier fandom or that there's a little bit more more to it than than just the fandom push um, yeah no there's there's definitely i the fandom helps put it at the at the tip right and then it's up to kind of luck and everything else to push it over right like it's like kind of cranking a roller coaster by yourself up to the peak and then you're just hoping gravity does the rest right <laughs> like, yeah um and for some reason, like every every time with BTS, you you crank it up to the top, and then it 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 goes up and over like yeah. on its own, and it's it it works out really well somehow. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's so cool. Uh, BTS, it's just a cool track. I'm, I'm so glad for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, moving on. We've got quite a few songs to go to. I've got a quite a few, I've got a few songs to go to. Uh, not to shortchain BTS, but like it's even more of what we talked about with uh, with the previous uh, times we talked about BTS, and we're probably going to talk about BTS a lot, <laughs> a lot in the future. So there will be time. Sorry, Henry. but uh, let's move on. Uh, so uh, my stuff. Oh, oh so a couple things. Uh, speaking of uh, like TV shows, uh, movies, and stuff like that. A couple things on Netflix that caught my attention. Uh, So the the and it's kind of a somber thing. The last uh, drama, uh, last I guess piece of media uh, that starred uh, Kim Joo Hyuk uh, before his unfortunate passing, Argon, is on Netflix, and I've been checking out a couple. I checked out a first couple episodes, and it's it's really cool. Like it's really like very much a a a serious, but not like melodramatic. Melodramatic. I think this is. It shows very much shows the strength of like what's happening on cable television in Korea, which is more non-standard ideas. Like it's just a uh, a story of you know a news station or news a program kind of like that's struggling to kind of like stick to its guns. But dealing mm-hmm. with the pressure of like uh, outside forces influencing like what can or cannot be reported or should or shouldn't, 
and like it's the back and forth of like trying to like stick to your journalistic like integrity but like working at a big you know tv station that has advertisers and influencers and things like that and like a little bit of that behind the scenes it's just really cool and i think like uh it's well acted it's uh it's well made like it's it's pretty well written uh and it's it it really showcases how super sad it is that uh in more ways than one not just as a as a human being losing their life but we also lost a really talented actor in Kim Ji Hyuk cuz he's fantastic in the show uh so everyone should go ahead and check it out um yeah. it's a drama i think that is worth so far it's just first impressions first couple episodes i'm still like uh getting to it but uh definitely a drama worth checking out uh, maybe we'll talk about it in the future we'll see uh yeah. Uh, another thing on Netflix, they have. I've I found. I'm pointing this one out, but I found they've had a couple of like uh, variety shows on there randomly, like just random variety shows. Shows one in particular they have, uh, Knowing Brothers or Anand Hyungnim, which is the big one. Where like, well, big but like the hot one right now. Where you, you know the the one where you got Kang Ho Dong and and He Chul of Super Junior and a couple other guys. Uh, it's the one you see on all those clips where they're all dressed in school uniforms. Uh, it, it is it is a fun show. Uh, they have like they have it's interesting because they they have two seasons, quote unquote. The first season is like a best of quote of like like their first year or so. Yeah. And like the second season is like okay, we're this is the season from you know start to finish. Uh, it's it's interesting. It's a little weird. I would say. It's a little weird for that first season, at, at least the first couple of episodes. I've noticed that uh, for some reason on the first, at least the first couple of episodes, it doesn't seem to be an issue later. They didn't get the rights to like music. So like the, tw- the IOI episode, the first IOI episode, they, where they have them kind of dressed uh, as girl uh, group members, the guys, while they compete with, compete with IOI. You get these like performances where they're, you know, they're supposed to be playing "Pick Me," uh, but you hear this like generic song instead, and you just see like "Pick Me, Pick Me," and you see them dancing, but you hear this some other random song. Now, granted, I'm not the biggest fan of "Pick Me," so I'm almost a little grateful, but <laughs> it's still weird. Like, like it's still like, like uh, catches you off guard. So, but. It seems to be remedied for the second season, I guess, because it's almost like I, I don't know what it is. Like it's weird because it's not the whole thing that they couldn't get music for, or at least it doesn't seem. I don't know. I gotta. I will report back when I actually watch all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into it. Find a Wikipedia. Uh, but yeah, there's some variety shows on there. Have you have you seen the 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 lineup for like Korean variety shows on Netflix? No. Yeah, cause look, there's this one. Is it is the, it skated up there finally? They have at least they have a couple of shows. They have that one. They have uh, take care, please take care of my refrigerator. I don't know if you heard that one. They call it Chef in My Fridge. Uh, just like this one, they call it Men on a Mission. <laughs> the Knowing Brothers, which is weird. Uh, they also have Abnormal Summit. Uh, which I've been meaning to want to check out, and on Netflix is going to be a lot easier to check out than it is on going like on vacation. Uh, 
online uh, or some other random website. Uh, so it's definitely worth checking out. I, I'm I'm looking forward to being able to actually like watch these shows on a platform that is a lot easier for me to watch them on. Um, but yeah, uh, moving on to the music. Uh, Card came back with a new track, uh, and they went with a actually a different sound this time, going a little bit more late two thousands uh, dark hip hop like uh with some modern influences with their song you in me uh dirty thoughts aside it's a it's a cool song stylistically like it's a cool song it's a it's a cool song musically like it definitely feels like akin to like the style of music that you would like attribute to say like that uh eminem rihanna song you know that uh, and similar uh, style to that, but they they add some cool things, and it's and it's card, uh, so like it's it's unique enough, and and it's definitely enjoyable. Like I, it, it it is something really cool, like in the instrumental and music, uh, something really cool about just the the visuals and the dance as well. Like, uh, I'm uh, it, it's another. Fantastic! It's another solid effort from from Card. I think it's like I'm really hoping that it continues to to grow them, in, especially domestically. Uh, they're they're definitely growing internationally, but hopefully domestically to kind of give them a solid foundation. I don't know. Uh, what do you think, Cass? Um, I like this one. I I I like Card. I just I don't seek them out enough. Um. And I, I mostly hear about them from other people, which makes me feel a little bad because I do enjoy them a lot. And I don't know why I don't seek them out enough. I, I, but I think that's just kind of me slowing down with K-pop just in general lately, like or just music overall. It's just yeah. been kind of like slow yeah. with with what I'm doing with music. So, yeah, um, but it, it, it's definitely really cool stuff. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more from Card. They even dropped two music videos this time, which is they dropped a kind of a a surprise music video for another track off the album, which is different, an even different style from that one. Uh, with uh, "Trust Me," which is interesting, mm-hmm. like it's it's a, a cool song, and I, I think overall that it's 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 just cool to kind of see the dynamics of the group, which uh, is fantastic. Uh, so. I think it's worth checking out see what card is up to. Um, moving on to the next one. One kind of like... Uh, probably shouldn't have caught me by surprise, but kind of did. But uh, more... Another track from uh, the ongoing uh, early access girl group. Uh, like the, the PUBG of uh, K-pop girl groups. Yeah, it's always early access. Uh, eventually, they'll, it'll be 1.0, uh, but that's next year. But uh, Luna, Gidari Sonia, with their newest member, Eve. Uh, I've, I, I'm going to go with the, the Korean and just say Eve. Uh, we just have an interesting spelling in the kind of the English version. Um, this song is cool. Like, this song, uh, I had... Got, I've been lazy about checking it out, like the music video, but uh, uh, one day I was just like, 
putting on K-Party Dance Mix on Spotify. Uh, and it came up on this song, and it was like, it just, they went, what? <laughs> like, it has a really cool, like, 80s-esque sound. Uh, there's something really cool about, like, like, about the instrumental, uh, like, especially on the hook uh, part. Uh, it's pretty... Like it, it works really well with uh with her voice. I think she, it very much services exactly what works well with her voice. Uh, it's not a it's not a vocal gymnastics song. It's not a uh high dynamics as far as like her vocals. It's just about have, achieving a, a a certain sound. And I think it works really mm-hmm. well. Uh, the video is also fantastic and. Uh, her her visuals bring it <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah. What do you, what do you think? I'm so confused by this group at this point, man, and I don't know if that's what they want. Um, but it's it's this song is actually really good. Um, and a lot of them have been rather good too, right? So like, it's just odd because I just I don't know what what to think this group is gonna have more music per like before released and and, and a a lot of groups like they're just gonna have so much shit to do and perform already before anything even really has happened with them right but then it's like is, is i don't know i'm just so lost as to what it is they're actually doing right because then it's always like person introduction okay now song with everyone that we've introduced up to so far right then it's just it, it, it's just ever growing thing and i'm like when does it end <laughs> like this has been going on for like a year now yeah supposedly it's like we're gonna get it at i think 12 members uh so one uh, so there's one a month no they felt like there was maybe more than one a month I think there's been like more releases, but like they've been doing like unit releases and there's been some gaps. Um like it's been interesting. I'm gonna, let me look at uh uh see, band. Okay, Luna band. Uh, so far they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine members. Uh and they've kind of been releasing more or less one a month they skipped march they skipped august well no they didn't skip it but they kind of had like no in march they kind of had a a unit release so they've been kind of like introducing members and like in some months doing like unit stuff like uh especially with odd eye circle the past couple of months uh and then it's been introducing each member but not exactly monthly so it the I think the well, let me see what it says. Uh it's there's gonna be twelve members, it's gonna debut in two thousand eighteen. So I think it's like not it's, it's supposed to last eight okay, so according to the Wikipedia it's supposed to last eighteen months. So I guess giving themselves a little bit of a breathing room to not have to release a new member and stuff for and to have to do the whole thing that month. But they've been making music every month so we're going at a good pace um so 
I, I don't know. We'll have to see. I'm looking forward to. It's uh, it's fun, to kind of like, uh, to 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 have uh, to have an early access K-pop group, in a sense, uh, mm-hmm. Microsoft preview esque. You know, I can um, Steam Greenlight your K-pop group. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Um. Uh, last but not least, Hyena, your girl. Fantastic, ridiculous Hiena, uh is back uh, mm-hmm. with a new track. She called it kind of a thank you track. Uh, lip and hip. Uh, and it is a, it is a cool song. Uh, it is fun. It is a, a, it's not mind-blowing, but I don't think Hiena has ever really been much of a uh, I'm gonna bring out the the most transformative single of the, of the world. Uh, she just puts out fun music and performs it with gusto. And uh, this definitely has all of her kind of personality, and it's definitely kind of approaching. It, it also it does it pepper in a little a lot of the elements of like her figuring out like her her sexy side versus her uh versus people's expectations of her and like things like that and uh her wanting to express herself fully and and things like that but overall it, at the end of the day even uh divorce of that which uh, there's some you know it works well and it's it's right there aside from that it's just a fun song um it's fun to listen to. It's fun to bop to. Um, and it's a fun video to watch. That's for sure. Uh, what, did, what did you think, Kaz? I, I love Hannah. She's just, she's fun, right? Like, like you said, she's not amazing, but she's fun. And that's the, the kind of the, the thing that everyone loves about Hannah and, and gets from Hannah is she's fucking fun. And she's, she's, unapologetic almost like in a sense on her on the stage like she's just she has no fucks to give and then she's the the goofiest sweetheart in real life and like it's but you 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 get that both of those can exist at the same time because it's a it, it works so well uh so it's definitely worth checking out go check out have fun it's a fun to put on your put it on your uh party time uh put it on you know, put it's gonna be on the, a nice addition to the k party dance mix it's just you know nice party track to just jam to um i love Hannah. she's so fantastic um <laughs> yeah also but donald's <laughs> nothing else is to be said but donald's um all right that's it for what's new. Uh, we're going to transition over to our headlines. Talk about some of the things going on, some, some nonsense, mayhem, and foolishness, but, and some fun things. Uh, so join us on the flip side, won't you?
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Headlines, where we do some of the topic talks and goings on. Uh, let's get down to it. Exo stands, uh, Exo stands outraged at 2017 Mama results crash Blue House petition site. Uh, so. There's so there's been a little bit of a hubbub. Uh, so EXO, let's get let's talk about this. EXO actually won a day signing at the 2017 MAMA just recently, but before that even happened, Livid EXO stands created a petition on the Blue House's site for MAMA to be abolished. Uh, so there's a petition page for Blue House, and someone just filled the petition for MAMA to be abolished. It's a rule that if a petition gets more than 200,000 signs in a month, it will get a reply from the Blue House now that petition's page server just crashed. Uh, the, the At the time, they couldn't get access to the pe- petition, but it's there. You, it, it, the site has recovered. Uh, it seems to have, uh, if, I, if what I'm looking at is correct, uh, about 20,000 uh, signatures. Uh, it's it's fascinating. So so a lot of it is like complaints about things like uh, 101 winning over D- D- uh, XO and like mm-hmm. uh, and other groups and like BTS and like basically just taking a lot of, of an award show way too seriously. Uh so let's let's do this while you do that, right? Um, we have we have stated that many a many a times that kind of EXO fans are are really extra. EXO right? walls are, are are they they go the extra mile and they they feel like the biggest fandom and they probably they might be they might be the biggest collected fandom, right? Like. Or or organized is what I should say. Uh, they may be like the, kind of the biggest organized fandom around, um, and they're very vocal about it. They're very vocal about being a very large fan base and a and a, a fan base that can can drop a lot of support. Um, but it feels like they kind of miss the world around them because of it. Right, yeah. they miss the fact that EXO is not doing that hot. Like, um, EXO just isn't once what it was. Um, you have just things that are are growing beyond them. BTS is growing beyond them. Other boy groups are a lot popular in in kind of the absence of EXO because EXO is kind of absent a little bit. Um, and I feel like their fandom is blind to a lot of these things because of it. Like, because they just they just show support. They just show up. They buy singles. They buy albums. They buy merchandise, you know. And it, it keeps EXO afloat. It keeps EXO on top. But I don't think they actually know what the everyone else is doing. Yeah. And so they had their they had an album this month. No, no. I mean, not this month. This year. <laughs> They had an album this year, and, but outside of that one album, outside of the war, uh, they haven't done a lot this year other than tours and you know uh, uh, shows and tours and things like that. Uh, but 
this has been a light year for Axel. Because, uh, okay, if you look at the this year, it's just it was Cocoa Bop and Power. <laughs> uh, which is, I mean, that's half of this. I mean, if you compare that to, it's already the, almost the end of the year, and you compare that to 2016 where they had six songs as, as you know, <laughs> five songs. Yeah, five songs uh, in 2016 and, like, five songs in, like, 2015. Like, yeah, they had the kind of the thing. Now they're kind of uh, going into a different point in their career, especially with all the turmoil. And maybe some other groups are going to start getting awards for their upward trajectory. You know? Also, awards are meaningless. You shouldn't take them that seriously. <laughs> Especially the mamas, especially mama, especially M Night Asian Music Awards, which are, uh, which are the Korean VMAs. <laughs> like, like this is meaningless. So, chill out, chill the fuck out. All right. Yeah. Everybody, not just XLs. Everybody, chill out. Alright, moving on. Uh to something a little bit more more cool, because it's a show it's about a show that we haven't uh been as it's a show that uh, is was an important part of our uh Korean entertainment fandom, but we haven't been consuming or be, really been participating in, in a while. So uh Running Man PD comments on the show's recent rating success and his promise to Ikon Su. Uh, SBS Running Man has been through some changes in the past year, which has caused instability in the viewers' rating, viewership ratings. However, the show is seeing a revival in its popularity once again. According to Nielsen Korea, the December 3rd episode of Running Man achieved the highest ratings in over two years, with 10.3% during the second part of its broadcast, producing director. Uh, in case you were wondering what PD and when somebody calls it PD, then uh, producing director Jung Chul Min uh spoke with the korean media outlet about the show's recent success uh jung Chul min said since april i uh, quote since april i discussed a lot with the members about bringing new members and projects that was when the viewership ratings fell down to three percent i told them uh do whatever you want to do i will try my best to help you end quote uh yeah and, and he goes on to talk about like a, a moment where he he talked to kwang su at the end of an award show where you know he won an award um uh, and he promised that he would he would turn it around uh and which is really cool and and see, they seem to have turned it around uh obviously mm-hmm. I, neither one of us has really been watching the show especially not since uh, no. the the new members have come in but it seems yeah, and we haven't been watched i haven't watched since like the original uh, announcement that gary was gonna leave right so i kind of almost wanted to do what we almost originally did with these shows is kind of go back to that moment and watch up right and and kind of just see the feeling right because we 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 reached this feeling like i think most viewers did at that moment where it felt like it was coming to an end right it felt like such a cookie cutter show it it felt like show up produce it and be done with it um, like you, you, you got this feeling that like a, a lot of times shows make the joke that, you know, car pulls up, person gets out, you start the show, show ends, person gets in car, you know, like, 
yeah. like a lot of shows kind of have that kind of joke in it in a sense like like family outing right but that that was kind of a bit with family outing that everybody shows up in this unknown town and then you have to take care of the house and it it, it kind of had this fun appeal to it right um but here or or where we where we left off with running man it felt like that in itself was the production of the show, right? Because these people were so busy and the show kind of almost became second nature to a lot of them. Um, so secondary that it was, you know, almost in a sense, show up, do it and, and leave. Yeah. I think, uh, hopefully it seems that things are, they're trying different things and trying new things. Supposedly, uh, we'll have to see, uh, if, you know, if, we decide to kind of sit down and and catch back up. Uh, it's tough with variety shows because there's no off season. There's a lot of episodes, so uh, so we'll have to see how we can do that. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely intrigued. C C, I'm very intrigued. Uh, yeah, all the best to Running Man. Those are people. It's a show that we are. It's uh, near dear to our hearts as. Uh, Korean entertainment fans, uh, because it's like it's that it's like our first episode was uh, I think this uh, one of our early episodes was revolving around us talking about how how much we enjoyed Running Man, so it's mm-hmm. like part of like what uh, you know brought us together like to do the the, the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the best of luck. I think. Uh, all right. Now speaking of. Uh, hot messes. Uh, Produce 48 teased during 2017 Mama in Japan after AKB48 and K-pop collapsed collab stage. Uh, hey, remember that? You know, it's like, uh, remember that report earlier this month that the third season of Burgers 101 would see them creating a girl group again would have Mnet teaming with AKB48 and AKS? Remember how that report was denied as groundless by Mnet at the time? Well, at 2017 Mama in P- Japan just moments ago, Mnet teased uh, something called Produce 48 uh, with uh, uh, with uh, for, uh, they, they teased a, a show called AKB uh, with AKB 48, the Produce 48 uh, we don't know exactly what it is or what it's going to be but we kind of get an idea because basically, like, Produce 101 was AKB48 turned into a singular show. I mean, in, in essence. But uh, how? Yeah, it's, it's, what are your what are your thoughts? What are your reactions? It's it's idle. It's it's idle crack, right? It's it's the the idea that just. I don't know. It, it 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 turns it into a formula, right? I mean, it's just really, really weird, man. That like you just think you could go through something like that and just make it formulaic in that sense. Yeah. Um. It's it's gonna be. It's probably just gonna be another uh, produce one on one season, but I don't know. Like like what it what is AKS's involvement? Like what what does that mean? Like is it gonna be Japanese like uh, Produce One One, or is it going to be like? Are they going to have to play Brock Paper Scissors to be the center? Like, uh, you know, uh, 
are they going to do an ep- are they going to do episodes of AK Bingo like what's the deal man uh so I don't I don't know uh, do you have any speculations on what what kind of show this could be no <laughs> it, I, it it's it, no it's going to be like a weird reality just producer show like that's just all it's gonna be it's just gonna be way too many girls to think about or care about or people to want to even interact with it's just it's gonna be weird and i don't care i'm I'm out of that realm of idol culture i don't care about that form of idol culture anymore it's it's gonna be weird it might be intriguing i don't know could be a good hot mess uh We'll see. I haven't watched a, a single season of Produce 101. I probably won't watch this one. But I'll, I'm looking forward to hearing about the mess that it, that it ends up being. Uh, but yeah. Uh, last story. This is a fun little story of of joy. You know, a joyous, nice a little, like, good, you know, happy, happy uh, ending story. You know, a, a little bit of a fairy tale ending kind of thing. Uh, Hyeden inspires true love as a fanboy and fangirl meet through giant Hyeden pick end up married. Uh, as, you know, <laughs> uh, this is a great little article kind of like, uh, uh, about how these two Vietnamese, uh, EXID fans, these two Vietnamese logo, a uh, Lego, logo, <laughs> Lego. Uh, met because the dude held up a gigantic picture of Hyeden at a concert, and I guess she must have noticed it and seen how awesome it was, and they became friends, and they ended up dating and getting married. Like, uh, this is adorable, and and it's it's such a nice little story. What, what Kaz? What are your thoughts? Uh, it it almost seems too real to be true, but it, it it seems like it. Like I guess they became friends for a while after the event, and like uh, somewhere in the comments, somebody said they even went on a date and like wearing t-shirts with with her on it. Yeah. Like like so yeah. K-pop brings the world together, gives people happiness. A nice little uh, headline to, to finish us out on. Uh, that brings us to the end of another episode of Halajuku. Kaz, what's going on? What What's going on in your world? Uh, not much right now, man. Just pay attention to all the podcasts, sports, odds and ends, DKG, Welp, and this one in tow. Just do that for me. Yeah. Uh, he's, of course, at King Kaz. I'm at PD Rave. The show is... Hallyjuku. Well, didn't they tell you, don't you know? Hallyjuku.com, Um We're all over the place. Rebelli.net for this and other shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and other places. You do the things. Subscribe. Subscribe, like, share. Give it to me straight. Comment, review. Do all the things. Um, until next time. Hasta los huevos.
Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>